Hello, everyone. God bless you, and welcome today to Terry Mize Ministries program. We're so glad that you're here with us, and we're looking forward to sharing with you some good things that we know are always, always going to help you from the Word of God. And uh, we're going to talk to you today about the goodness of God. Uh, We're going to cover lots of probably subjects that we're believing God, that wherever you are, whatever's going on in your life, God's got something to say to you today, and it's and it's so wonderful about how the Holy Ghost can really make everything personal down on the inside of you. As you hear the Word of God, as a preacher stands and ministers the Word of God, it's an, it's an absolutely miraculous thing how the Holy Ghost can minister on a personal level, even in a corporate dynamic. So we look forward to sharing with you good stuff today and talk about God's goodness. I just had thought about this one scripture here before Terry and I were getting ready, and it was over in Psalm 115. And if you haven't discovered Psalm 115 <laughs> and made it a part of your everyday thought process and communication with the Lord. It just talks about how um, God is God and there's no other God like Him. Well, that's good news, isn't it? It is. And it's the <laughs> fact that he, he sits in the heavens. The Bible says He does whatever He pleases. <laughs> I mean, that all other gods are no gods because He is the God that has eyes that see, ears that hear. He has loving kindness and tender mercies on behalf of all humanity. And He's the only God that does miracles. He is the only only one that has the power to actually do what he says he can do. I love where that says, you just quoted it, but I love where it says, God just says, those are the gods. There are no gods. There are no gods. <laughs> he said they have eyes and can't see, yeah. ears and can't hear. They have throats and can't make a noise. They can't even make a noise. And he said, yeah, much less them. speak. <laughs> it says they who make idols are like them, and so are all who trust and lean on them. But then he says, oh, Israel. Trust and take refuge refuge in the Lord and lean on Him, for He is their help and their shield. Amen. So turn your eyes back on Jesus. Get Him off the world. Turn the TV off. Get into the Word of God. <laughs> and, you know, I've been to so many nations in 52 years of third world missionary evangelism, and I've seen all those gods. Yeah, no I've doubt. seen all those idols. Oh, and uh, country after country, nation after nation, religion after religion, God after God. And yeah. they're just no gods. No. And you know, in in India, Most of them are ugly. <laughs> in India, they, they the Hindu religion has three hundred and thirty million gods. Wow! Can you imagine three hundred and thirty? How did you keep that straight? Mi- well, you couldn't. Yeah, you couldn't. Three hundred and thirty million gods, mm. and, and, and of course, you know they're demons. Yeah. And um, I know I've told you this story before, but people would probably like to hear it. There, there are trees in India. Oh, yes. That the people just simply call demon trees. Demon trees. Because you can can walk. I I can take you. I've taken people to do this before. I can walk up to a demon tree in India, and I can pull my pocket knife out, and I can stab that tree, Uh. and it'll scream bloody murder. I mean, it'll <laughs> scream till it curls your toes, curls oh your goodness. hair. Yeah. And, uh, and of course, the Americans that are with me just freak out. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I walk up and stab this tree and it just uh, gives this blood curdling yeah, scream. I'll, I'll pass on that part of the tour. And, I'll take and, your word And just for it. <laughs> so many demons, you know, live in those trees. Of course, you're yeah, not right. hurting the demon. The knife no, doesn't hurt right, the demon. Right, right. It's like no, everything right. else hell does. It's a fear factor. It's a fi- it exactly. scares the people right. whenever you walk up and stab that tree and no, it right, screams. I tell right. you, the American 
Americans are with me. They just they lose all the blood in their face. Some of them turn around and run. Oh, they all my. back up. I mean, they 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 involuntarily back up. It's like, well, what what just happened? Because uh, it's just a supernatural thing. But but that's the best they can do, Renee. Oh my! They can't my. Uh, they they can't do uh, what our God can do. I've actually got a, I've actually got a. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? I wanted to say a secret video. It's not really secret. It's just a video that we filmed, uh, and they didn't know they were being filmed, uh, out a hotel window uh, on the street, and there's a Hindu priest out there. And this Hindu priest, uh, he's got his shirt off, and he's got these ropes with knots tied in the end. He's beating himself, you know, oh, he just, 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 just hurting himself, which is what hell does. That's what the devil does. And, That's uh, mean. and then there's a fire. There's a, there's a big fire going on there with a, with a pot sitting on it full of hot coals. These coals are just red hot. And, uh, the whole purpose of this exercise is that the devil, hell, wants this priest to put his hands in there with those coals mm. and hurt himself, because again, that's what hell does. But the man, the you can see it on the video. I, I, the I, I'll have to see if I can find that video and give it to Matt and see if he can show part of it on this program someday. But 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 the uh, uh, the man doesn't want to do it because the man knows it's oh. going to hurt. The man, no, no sane man wants to stick his hand yeah, in the fire, right? Your intelligence. <laughs> so you can see on the video, and it's not a good video. It's in the dark because we're at a, at a hotel window in the street. So, right. so it's not, a, it's not well lit. But you can see the man. You can see the priest. And uh, he'll start to go over there to the fire. And then he'll just stop. It's like he's, it's like he's fighting something. He'll stop. He'll shake his head no. Like he doesn't want to do it. And I'm sitting there thinking, I don't want to do it either. I, you know, yeah, you this run. Be, this will not end <laughs> but well. here's the yeah. kicker. There's these little boys standing around, like five, six little boys, maybe eight, ten years old. And they've all got these little little drums, little drums like a kid's drum. And when that man starts to go over there, that priest starts to go over there, but he, he doesn't want to, and he, he stops himself, and shake, he's fighting with himself, shaking his head, no, I don't want to do this. Oh, my goodness. Those little boys will start beating Jeez. those drums and chanting and start doing this chant and beating those oh drums, and which incites the demons inside the priest. Those drums and those chanting incite the demons that are inside the priest. And so he'll he'll come out of his fight with himself and, and walk on over there. To, to He may stop two or three times and just stop and, and shake his head no, but when he does, those little boys start beating those drums and chanting. And finally he goes over and sticks his hand in there and picks up the coals and walks around. These little boys just beating the drums and, and chanting. And that, that's what hell does for you. Uh, My goodness. But, you know, I was going to say I, I've been to Perspective. these— you know, I'm just thinking, you know, p people complain about a long service in church yeah. <laughs> or they complain about some baby bit their child in the nursery or the, you know, something. Or being minor. too hot. This yeah. guy's going to put his hands in Or they in the had fire. to walk from the back of the parking lot into the building. That's nothing compared to the torment and you're and going the into a loving god yeah over to the <laughs> kingdom of light the kingdom of hell is trying to hurt you he brought me out of darkness into his marvelous into his marvelous, marvelous light. wow you're blessed but you're i've blessed. seen these demons and I've, yes. and I've seen the demon trees and i've seen the demon priest and uh man i've seen these de these uh these uh gods yeah and you know most gods in india most gods in the hindu religion have lots of arms 
<laughs> you know, they'll have the arms down here and arms here and arms oh, here and arms here and arms here and arms here. Like it. And uh, uh, I've always said it's a handy religion because the, the gods have so many hands. Uh, and, and I've walked in, I've walked in uh, Hindu temples. And uh, here's the God sitting there. The best God they have in Hinduism is a guy named Ram. And Ram has an elephant head, and he's got all these arms, all these all these hands. And so I've walked into temples before and and, uh, walked up and just kind of looked around, looked at the idols. And uh, sometimes sometimes an arm's broken off. Sometimes fingers are broken off. Sometimes hands broken mm-hmm. off. And I look over in the floor in the corner behind the, the idol, and it's the arm or the hands laying over there in the floor. Mm-hmm. So I've said to the priest, I've said, to, hey, excuse me, uh, I see your God's got a broken arm. And uh, uh, I said, I, 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 I need to ask you, who, who, who makes your gods? Who, who, who made this? And the priest will say, well, well, our priest, our priest make our gods. And I said, well, that's interesting. I said, in Christianity, our God makes our priest. Mm-hmm. And I said, now, I noticed Big that your, your God here has got a broken arm or a broken hand or several broken hands or arms. And I see them laying over there in the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's going to happen? Is somebody going to repair this? Mm-hmm. Who, who repairs your gods when they get broken? And he'll say, oh, I repeat, our priest repair our gods. I said, well, that's interesting. I said, now in Christianity, when our priest gets broken, our God repairs our priest. Yes. It's not the other way God. around. Yes. But uh, my, my, my. So those, those other gods, they're no gods. Yeah. And God sits in his heavens absolutely. and laughs. And I tell you, I, I've sat in, in my room and laughed a few times at these pathetic uh, imitation for a God it's just a demon. And well, you know, you know, Genesis one twenty six yeah. says, God said, uh, now let us make well, man in our likeness, mm-hmm. in our image. He had already made the world. He had made the earth, the moon, the stars, the trees, the animals, the flowers. It's all, it, was, it was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And he said, now let us make man. Man and woman was his crowning achievement. And he said, now let us make man in our likeness and in our image. And let them, them men and women, let them have dominion over the birds of the air and the fish of the sea and the animals, the beasts of the field, and over all Hallelujah. of the earth. But isn't that Thank cool you, that God said, let us make man in our, our likeness, likeness, in our image. I've often said, uh, hey, you want to know what God's like? You want to know what God looks like? Look in the mirror. Yeah. You know, I've been in churches around the world or crusades around the world, and I've said to crowds that were, that were all Asian or all black or all white or all whatever nation I'm in, Oriental or whatever, whatever Asian, whatever nation I'm in. And, uh, and I'll say, if you want to know what God looks like, men and women, if yes. you want to know what God looks like, right. go look in the mirror. Right. He, he made you to look like him. Hallelujah. And, and I've said many times, you know, every it's time a major a, upgrade. Every every grandbaby that I've <laughs> ever had yeah. born and every child that I've ever had born, uh, plus a few I've delivered in the mission fields. Um, uh, plus I've been with other friends. I was with you, Jackie and I were with you when, when Abigail was born. But I've I've been with so many I've been there when so many babies were born over the years, uh, whether mine or somebody else's. And I would end up picking that baby up and just looking at it and say, I'd always say, thank God it doesn't look like Rom. Right. Because right. Our, our babies look like our God. 
Hallelujah. They don't look like Ram. They don't look yeah. like 330 million Hindu gods. They don't look like Buddha. They don't look like uh, some Hallelujah. idol somewhere. <laughs> they look Lord. like right. Almighty Jehovah God. The Father, <laughs> the Father, the Bible says, from which, from, from which all fatherhood derives its name and its title. That's the right. Father. What an upgrade. You wow. know, we move higher up on the food chain uh, in life. We just in like this one verse here in Psalm 115, it says, You who reverently fear and trust in the Lord, he'll be your help and your shield. Yes. Next verse says, The Lord has been mindful of us. Yes. What a compassionate God. The Lord has been mindful Isn't that of us. People can't he fathom that God us. thinks about them. Yes, He He's will mindful bless of them. us. And those who reverently and worshipfully fear the Lord, both small and great. What a gracious God to do something so kind and so good to people. In contrast to telling you to go stick your hands in coals. <laughs> oh, My goodness gracious. You know, some days you just hell need to throw a party. Hell always tells you to do something to hurt yourself or hurt somebody. Right. And hell is always dirty. We notice so much about just even here in America, we've just seen people just crazed and hurting and harming people oh, yeah. and burning and yeah, thieving yeah, yeah. and doing all of these things. And they all just seems, it just seems dirty. Uh, they and, and the destruction of where Hell is always been. dirty. Demon possessed people are always dirty. Like when they when they've gone in there and taken out and removed all of these people where they've all been, the trash and the dirt and the feces and the filth. Oh yeah, here in America, in, in cities, America, in the middle of cities, the dirt and the filth. You can see the spirit behind it when it's dirty. Sure. <laughs> when it's nasty. When or you can have a evil. normal protest or a normal uh, march. Yeah. And and I tell you, when the people leave, it'll just everything just be clean and pristine. Yeah. And pick up yeah. after them. You can tell the clean you can and tell the dirty. The spirit between you the can clean tell what and the spirit's dirty. there, yeah. whether it's yeah. hell or heaven. And Terry's seen enough things in foreign countries and, just, and the few places that I've been um, around the world, too. I, I've seen the contrast between where there's been poverty, where there's prosperity, where there's health, where there's sickness, all of these things where, where, where people have uh, the demon-driven uh, uh, so-called religions of the world versus the beauty and the glory oh, and the goodness of God. David said, you know, there in Psalms, he said, one thing have I desired. And where we are right now in America, there there is that contrast that, that you need to think about these things and you don't need to be a low information voter, That's low right. information Christian, That's right. <laughs> low information uh, church member. You need to move higher up on the food chain and recognize the spirit that is behind so many of the things that are going on. And that that the Constitution of the United States, uh, even people around the world say, even other governments say, there is no finer document than that document of the Constitution, the Bill of Rights that we have here in America. These are much finer, uh, intelligent sure, documents. Sure. And then the Bible well, is all, of that same. Men, most of those men were Christians. They were most. Many of them yeah. were ministers. And and I the think the fifty-eight signers of the uh, exactly. of the Constitution. And I think that that. Um, even though religion during that time, even though Christianity 
over the last couple of hundred years has certainly gained a much higher um, understanding. Mm -hmm. um, we've come a long way from Martin Luther's uh, 99 thesis. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. We've come a long way from just the last 2,000 years that Christianity has become finer in its understanding and application, that God is looking to help raise us up to a place both in all three areas. I didn't even know when I went to Bible school, people didn't even teach back then spirit, soul, and body. Oh, yeah, true. It was just, and that was back in the 60s. Sure. People didn't even have an understanding right. in Christianity of the fact that uh, there were you, three parts. Being. We're a three-part being, just like you're talking about at Genesis 1, mm -hmm. that we, if we're created in the image of God, then there has to be spirit, soul, and body. Yes. There has to be three parts to us. And I didn't even understand that till I got into the early 70s and heard people like Brother Hagen, Brother Copeland, sure. you know, Fred Price, different ones teaching, Charles Kepps, on the spirit, soul, and body. And so what, what we're communicating and doing our best to talk to you about today is that God wants you to always come up higher. That's one reason people don't understand marriage. No, that's right. Because if you don't understand three in one, right. how are you going to understand two in one? No, when exactly God says, right. God says, you two shall be one flesh. Right. Say, what? But I married her, and she's a she, and I'm a he, and we're two. And God says, no, you're not two, yeah. you're one. Yeah, you, no, right. You, they, right. They too should be one flesh. So Here's, if you don't understand three and one, you don't understand two and one. And that's that's the glory and the beauty and the, the joy the payback in serving God is that you get smarter. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. um, it, where Isaiah 55, but, I always go back to that, that says that all the time, that he says that his thoughts are, are higher than our thoughts. His ways are higher. Absolutely. So sir, picking a God that's the God, the best God, the the Bible says he is the only wise God. The only wise God. Be honor and glory to him. Well, it's like you've always said, or I've known you talk about God shopping. Yeah. You said, you know, if you're God shopping, That's right. <laughs> I recommend Jehovah. Yeah. I no recommend joke. the one true no God. No joke. You no know, joke. Aren't you glad that when you were God shopping, you picked the right one? You show, you chose the right one. Exactly. You know, what's so wonderful as we're talking here uh uh, about God and, and about the false gods and about the demons. Yes. I, I was just thinking, you know, uh, Jesus said the thief, the devil. John, yes. John 10, 10, Jesus, John 10, Jesus 10. said, that was a the, major revelation this is a real definition that, that the church needs to learn. Jesus said the devil, the thief comes to steal to kill, kill and, and to, to destroy. destroy. So anything that's killing, stealing, destroying, destroy. then we automatically know it's not God. That's right. It's the devil. It God's has to do with God. hell. It doesn't have to do with God. <laughs> and then Jesus went on to say, but I have come. Oh, my goodness. He said, the devil's come to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come. Right. That you might have life and that more abundantly. So you you, you don't have wonderful? to have thunder rolls and lightning you, flashes Lord. and goosebumps to know what's God and what's the devil. You just know, hey, that was killing, that, that car wreck down there was killing, stealing, destroying. That's the devil. That's right. If it's life in abundance, that's Jesus. I'd recognize him anywhere. Right. You know, when we pray for somebody and they're sick and all of a sudden healing comes to them, you say, well, that's God. Right. <laughs> that sounds like Jesus to me. That's He's life so in abundance. But if what it's killing, God. stealing, and destroying, COVID-19, some people, some Christians are dumb enough to say, well, is this from God? Did God send this? I, God sent this. I tell you, God's sending this on the nation. No, he's not. No. No, he's not. Oh, Brother Terry, God gave me cancer. I've had so many people tell me for 50 years that God gave them cancer, and I'd always say, where did he get it? Yeah, no joke. That's a good question. God gave you cancer? Where, where did he get it? Mm. And I say, is there any cancer in heaven? 
And they said, well, no, Brother Terry, there's no cancer in heaven. I said, well, then where would God get cancer? <laughs> if God wanted to give you his beloved cancer, that's right. he'd have that's to right. go to his arch enemy, the devil, no, that's right. and steal it from him. That's right. And then come and give it to you, his yeah. beloved. Now, how much sense does that make? And that just covers, when you, when you take that, that's a, when you think that way, that is such. And I do. Yes, that is such a good way to always deliver yourself from the wonderment, which will lead to unbelief, which will lead to stealing the promises of God from you that you do not just like just take sight like Psalm 115, read it out loud. You'll see how good God is in contrast. And you don't ever have to take depression, worry, no. fear, sickness, killing, disease, stealing, anything, killing, stealing, and destroying. When I was 25 years old, I was preaching a crusade in the nation of Honduras and Central America. And I, and I had 25,000 people in the crowd every night. Just miracles were happening. I haven't been low and kissed the earth. And we got caught right in the middle of the smack. And I tell you, blind eyes were opening, deaf ears were unstopping, cripples were walking. I jerked a guy out of a wheelchair and, and he was healed. I jerked a guy off his deathbed and he was healed. Just marvelous miracles. And, uh, and a little pregnant lady. He came to me one morning. I was teaching faith in the morning, right, crusade right. at night, evangelistic meeting at night with miracles and salvation. But in the morning, I'm just teaching line upon line, precept upon precept, Hallelujah. just some little point of faith. Oh, and it's hot. Works. It was February, but it was hot yeah. outside. <laughs> and so we'd start early in the morning, and right. I'd just teach for, you know, an hour, 40 minutes or yes, something. Yes. And this particular morning, I'd been teaching on John 10, 10. The thief comes to, Jesus said, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I've come to give you life and that more abundantly. And I told him, I said, if it's killing, still and destroying, it's the devil, it's not yes. God. If it's life and abundance, it's Jesus. You don't have to wonder Hallelujah. about that. And a little lady, after I finished the message, came up on the platform just in tears, just in tears. She was expecting a baby. She's pregnant. And she said, Brother Terry, please pray for me. Please pray. And she's just sobbing. You know, she was, mm. she was in pain. She was hurting. And she said, I haven't felt my baby move for many my, days. My, my. And she said, I'm bleeding profusely. And she said, uh, uh, I'm in excruciating pain. And she said, just this morning before I came here, I went to the doctor's office and he examined me and said, my baby's dead. And he wants me to go into the hospital this afternoon so he can remove it from me. And she just sobbing and crying. And I just stopped and I said, dear sister, a dead baby on the inside of you is not life That's right. in abundance. Hallelujah. That's not God. Hallelujah. It's not the plan of God. It's That's not right. the purpose of God. It's not the heart of God. It's not That's the desire right. of God. It is not God. Just those it's, words give somebody hope to it's believe. It's killing, it's yeah. stealing, and it's Just destroying. It's yes. the devil. It's not God. That's and right. I said, now listen to me. I decree to you as a man of God in the name of Jesus and the office of apostle that God's called me to, your baby will live and not die in the name of Jesus. Now I said, you go back to the doctor and get examined. <laughs> I didn't even pray for her. And she thought I did later. She yes, said, when Brother Terry prayed for her, I never prayed for her. Never laid hands on her. Yeah. Never prayed for her. I spoke to her. Mm. I declared the word of God to her Hallelujah. based on Jesus' words that this can't be God. That's right. And so uh, she left, because went to the confidence. doctor, came yeah. back. And, uh, four days later, she came back in the crusade line at, at night, in the testimony line at night. And she stood up, just face radiant, sweet face, happy, and told that crowd of 25,000 people. She said, oh, when I was here four days ago, I was excruciating pain, bleeding profusely. My baby hadn't moved in four days. And I went to the doctor, and he said, it's dead. And, uh, Brother Terry prayed for me. I didn't pray for Hallelujah. her, never touched her, never prayed for her. Just spoke the word of God to her, life to her. And she said, and, and she 
she said, immediately the pain stopped. And she said, I went, he told me to go back to the doctor. And she said, so I went back to the doctor. She said, and, and, and on the way to the doctor's office, the bleeding stopped. Hallelujah. And she said, when I got to the doctor's office and I was waiting to see him, my baby kicked me and began to move on the right. inside of me. And the doctor examined Hallelujah. me and said, everything's perfect. Now, that's life in abundance. That's life. And what's that's so cool about all these things we're talking about, <laughs> Renee, the uncool thing is we're running out of time. The cool thing is about what we're talking about is that all these things were God's idea. No, that's right. We didn't think these things up. That's right. Nobody sat around and said, hey, God, I got an idea. How about you raise people from the dead? No, God <laughs> thought that up. No, it was right. his idea. What a gracious You know, you know when we pray over our meal and we say, oh, Father, thank you for this food. Lord, we're reminded in your word that you said you would bless our bread and bless our water and take sickness from our midst. Thank you, Lord. I just think God thought that up. That's right. That was God's idea. No my, human my, my. sat around and said, I'll tell you what, God, how about I eat a meal and you bless my bread and bless my water and take sickness from No, God <laughs> thought that up. up. Food chain. God, said, yeah. God said, I will bless your bread, bread and, water. and I'll bless your water Not and I will take sickness both. out of your midst. That's right. I love it when Jesus said, hey, by the way, if you give... Yeah. It'll be giving you again. Good measure, <laughs> pressed down, shaken together and running Sounds over like a the better same deal measure to you me. with all. It'll be measured to you again. That's right. It's like, what? Jesus said that. Right. No preacher said That's that. Right. No preacher. No preacher's that smart. Just to say, God. hey, if you'll give, God. God will bless you. Our God. And then Jesus also said in Mark 10, 29 and 30, he said, he said, I'll go you one better than that. He says, whatever you give yeah. for my sake, Jesus' sake, whatever wow. you give for my sake and for the gospel's sake, he said, we'll be returned to you now in this life a hundredfold and eternal life in the life to come. Now, Jesus thought that, that up. No preacher Again, thought that up. It's not either or. It's both. I never thought that up. Yeah. I'd have never been smart enough to figure that up. Jesus said that. God said that. I tell you, I read the Bible and I just say, God, you are so cool that well, you thought right. up these things. They were your idea. You thought you'd bless us. Wow. You thought you'd minister to us. You thought, you know, there was no miracles and healings mm -hmm. in the Garden of Eden because Adam and Eve didn't need them. No, there was right. no sickness and disease in the Garden of Eden. I've often said if God wanted us to have sickness and disease, he would have put it in the Garden of Eden. That's right. But there was none in the Garden of Eden. Eve didn't have her eyes blind. Adam didn't have his ears deaf. Eve didn't have her lungs full of tuberculosis. Adam's arm wasn't, wasn't crippled. No, God made them perfect. And healings and miracles weren't invented by God until the fall came and sin came and Adam sinned and they got kicked out of the garden and then sickness came, disease came. So God said, I'll counter that with healings and miracles. Well, that's good news. And uh, we're praying for you and believing God with you. And, uh, you know, you heard today, this is how we work the word every single day. Good times, bad times, sad times, glad times. And we just want to remind you, you can find us at terrymise.com. Everything is there for you. And you are always more, more than, than conquerors. Bye-bye.